You're listening to Men of Abundance, episode 155, with Brandon Handley. And this is Fatherhood for the Rest of Us. Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael. What's up, what's up, Men of Abundance? I am Wally Carmichael, your founder and host of the Men of Abundance podcast, the Pay It Forward community, and it is so amazing to be back. In episode 154, I mentioned that I was going to continue pushing through with all of the episodes that I have backed up for you to listen to throughout the holidays, but man, I gotta tell you what. I got connected with my family. We went all over. We went to Florida. We went to Georgia. We went to Disneyland Universal. We just had so much fun and I was truly maximizing every single minute of my waking moments with my family, my boys, my wife. And man, I just had so much fun. I had so much connection and I connected with so many other people. I just completely disconnected from everything else social media wise. I posted a few times on social media, but for the most part, it was 100% family oriented and I don't regret one minute of it. This is what it is of living an abundant life is to be able to do the things that I want to do when I want to do it. And I do pay it forward to as many people as I possibly can. But when it comes to family and being able to spend maximum time with family and quality time, I don't take that lightly and I take it very seriously and I expect you to do the very same thing. Of course, we can't neglect the things that, you know, bring us income and we cannot neglect the things that make our lifestyle possible. But the bottom line is this, none of it matters unless we have family. And that's what I really maximized during this holiday season. I'm really big around family all year long. But when it comes to the holiday season, I don't know, I'm just like a kid in a candy store. I'm like a kid at Christmas, literally. And we just had so much fun. I was exhausted at the end of the day. My boys were just wore out and it was so good to see them just having so much fun and spending that time with them. And I hope you had the time with your family, and are ready for an amazing 2018. I just cannot wait to reveal what is what I'm bringing out in 2018. And some of you are going to be huge beneficiaries of that. You and your family are going to be huge beneficiaries of what I have planned for you guys in 2018. So needless to say, I have a lot of catching up to do. I'm going to be posting a lot of episodes. They're going to be random at first for the next couple of weeks. And then we're going to get back on track. And I'll be posting every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday with the Pay It Forward Aloha Friday. So stand by. Get ready for some amazing guests. And we're kicking it off right now with Brandon Hanley with Fatherhood for the Rest of Us. And then appropriately we're moving right into Larry Hagner with the Good Dad Project. Both extremely amazing programs. I absolutely love what these guys have going on. And I'm looking forward to sharing both of them with you. Because guys, there's no doubt about it that dads are amazing. 
Many moms seem to really get it right from the start. They just have that natural instinct. That's how women are wired. Well, anyway, that's how my wife is wired. I'll, I'll speak for myself and my own personal experience. But us men, we, have a, we are just a constant work in progress. So when I found Brandon Hanley and his podcast, Fatherhood for the Rest of Us, I felt I was home. Because like you, I'm a work in progress. Even after three boys, my oldest is 22, I have an 18-year-old and an 8-year-old, I'm still figuring it out. And we all have so much to learn, including Brandon, and he explains that in our conversation. And fatherhood for the rest of us is a great place to continue our learning. So without further ado, I want to introduce you to Brandon and bring him right out and share our conversation with you. Now, Brandon Hanley is a speaker, author, coach, and podcaster, but he didn't start that way. And we're going to get into that into that part of the conversation. He has 20 years of experience in the service industry. He was also an inside salesman for the Fortune 500 company. Currently, Brandon is a member of Toastmasters and records shows for his hit podcast, Fatherhood for the Rest of Us. His reason for speaking and podcasting is to help listeners learn how to live with purpose and intent. Brandon accomplishes this via coaching and relating his own transformational experiences. Brandon has been married to his wife, Megan Clark, for seven years. They reside in Willow Spring, North Carolina, with their two sons, Finn and Liam, and a dog named Sophie. Men of Abundance, it is my pleasure to introduce you to Brandon Hanley. Brandon, welcome to Men of Abundance, brother. How you doing? Man, I am fantastic, man. Uh, I'm super ecstatic to be here with you on Men of Abundance. I'm, I'm having uh, quite an abundant day myself, and I'm just loving life, man. I'm good to hear that. Where are you having that abundant day at? Where are you at in the world? I am right outside of Raleigh, North Carolina, in a little place called Willow Spring. Uh, some say there's an S on the end of that. Some say there's not. So it's Willow Spring or Willow Springs, depending on how you uh, find us on the map. But uh, that's where I'm at, brother. I get it, man. I've been around those parts uh, many, many years ago. We was just me and some army buddies were just reminiscing about uh, Fort Bragg and and the whole North Carolina experience, and not a not a terrible place, man. It's it's pretty beautiful out there. Yeah, blessed to be here. Yeah, absolutely. So as you know, you listen to the show, and uh, we've been communicating for quite a while. You know I like to start out my day and my episode, my podcast with an attitude of gratitude. What else do you have to be grateful for today, man? Man, uh, you know, I'm grateful for uh, our communications, the ability to, to do what it is that you and I do to have these conversations with uh, other men of abundance. In our lives, uh, I'm grateful to. Uh, I'm, I'm grateful that I get to wake up where I where I wake up, uh, see the sunshine, and uh, have my children up and running around with me. Uh, my dog barking at 6 a.m. in the morning. I'm grateful to. Uh, I'm grateful for any noises, dude. I'm 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 eternally grateful for everything going on today, man. Uh, just just always, uh, because today's a great day. Yeah, it sounds like you're truly connected with everything around you, man. I, I dig it. So. You know, we're going to get into your story here in just a minute. And I talked a little bit before the show about what you do, what you've been up to. Uh, shared your website. I dig your website. I dig everything you got going on. But as you know, here on Men of Abundance, we really like to get really personal and get to know the man behind the abundance. So if you would, let's get a little bit more personal. Share a little bit more uh, deeper information about yourself. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of uh, lean into how, how I am in the space 
right? Uh, kind of was going through life, not knowing where or why, taking any directions uh, or or applying any directions, and I ended up with like a pretty good life, man. So pretty grateful for all that. But then I was like, man, how how can I? <laughs> How can I participate in my own life, right? And I really started taking stock of that. And um, as as I took stock in it, I I, I realized that there, there were all these things that I could be doing that I wasn't doing. I mean, I wasn't reading. I wasn't reaching out to anybody. I wasn't part of like any uh, of these men's groups that 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 are all out there. I wasn't taking uh, I wasn't taking enough time to be present with my children or any of that. And uh, this past year and a half, I've, I've kind of put all that into play, lined it all up, and uh, kind of, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of people say stumble forward uh, or stumbling towards ecstasy, and, and that's kind of what I am about, and that's what I am doing with the podcast, creating the, uh, created the podcast called Fatherhood for the Rest of Us, uh, kind of uh, without any clear direction. But I said, you know, let's just get something rolling, right? Uh, you you start taking action with something, and then uh, you, the next thing you know, uh, like I, I admitted the other day, like I really wasn't doing it for probably the right reasons. But like a lot of those movies that you watch all the times, so and where mo- most of the main character they start start it for the wrong reasons, but end up doing it for the right reasons. Uh, I'm, I'm in I'm in that uh, latter stage right now where. I'm really reaching out and trying to uh, connect with men who are, you know, just just trying to uh, do the exact same thing. Who are who uh, maybe realize that uh, all they've done was check off the uh, boxes uh, that everybody's told them they should, and without questioning it or without you know kind of uh, taking an active role in their own lives and uh, walking forward with them, man, and 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 being there for them. Yeah, I dig it. You know, since I work with men and I love guys that are working with with kids and you know want to be connected with their with their children, with their own children, let alone other kids in the community. And I see other fatherhood type shows out there and other man type shows and they're they're geared towards helping men grow as men. Is what most of them are trying to do. Others are just out there floundering just talking and being men, right? Mm-hmm. But Recently, I was on one, and I'm not going to mention the name here. It's really not that important. You can make a decision for yourself. But there's another fatherhood podcast out there that has a group, a Facebook group. And in that Facebook group, they're constantly posting, or I've seen a couple times anyway, posting women in the kitchen in underwear and stuff like this. And I'm here to tell you there was a time in my life where I would welcome stuff like that into my life and into my you know view I'd look for it you know I was seeking it it was just the environment that I grew up in and the environment that I grew up in even as a young man you know had porn around the house and stuff like this and guys I'm here to tell you man um personally this is just coming from me and I'd like to hear your take on it as well Brandon but that doesn't do anything for me in fact it's taking me the other direction because I'm trying to teach my boys to respect women and to respect mom and I want to respect mom I want to respect my wife and I don't have daughters but i would equally want to respect my daughters and i just don't see that anymore in my life where i'm at today and where i'm going and where i'm trying to lead men to be abundant men abundant leaders and you're trying to be the guy that's leading fathers for the rest of us i just don't see how that helps the cause yeah i mean it doesn't that's a that's just that's the short answer right uh mm-hmm. and how, how could it 
<laughs> uh, and it's, but, 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 but also like you said, right, you and I, uh, probably both, you know, went, went through phases, right. Where, Hey, there it is. Uh, and we didn't really pay it any mind. We didn't give it a deeper thought, but, and mostly because, uh, where we were or what we'd gone through in life, that was, that was acceptable. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and who were we? And look, it's coming from your sergeant, right? And you're, you're, you're around all your peers and, and everybody else is in agreement that, Hey, this is okay. Who are you to sit there and say, well, this isn't okay? I mean, did you ever have a thought that said this wasn't okay while you were in the midst of it? That's why, I mean, that's a question right back at you. We can just kind of do a dialogue. Yeah, no, at the time, absolutely not. In fact, you know, it, it was all things good. But in the in reality of it, when, you really, when I really think of it, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I'm thinking, I'm looking over my shoulder because I don't want anybody else to see what I'm looking at. If my wife was standing behind me watching me watch that, it wouldn't have been a good day, bro. It wouldn't have worked out very well. So if you have those feelings, if the hair on the back of your neck standing up and you find yourself looking over your shoulder to see if somebody else is seeing what you're seeing, chances are you know it's not right. Yeah, I mean, well, look, look, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta frame it up uh, the best way you can. And if it, if you're if you're feeling like it's not uh, aligned correctly somehow, uh, if you're feeling like somebody's looking over your shoulder there, or or you, you get caught and you're gonna you're you're gonna be kind of scandalized, uh, and and or, or or just to say, just like you said, that um, it's not a position you want to be caught in, then don't put yourself in that position. Exactly. Exactly. And <laughs> and, and and then I mean and and then move forward from there is to say. Uh, if if you're a father, and this is something that you're dealing with to this day, absolutely think about your own daughters. I mean, if you've got daughters, uh, is that what you want your is that, is that really how you want your children to be raised? Is that is that where you want to find your children? Um, is 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 that you know, or is that you know on the flip flip side of that, or are they just using you know the it's 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 tough for you know they're a model right maybe. It's your most, uh, you know, base terms. If you look at, if you pick up a Playboy or something like that, and then it's like, hey, you know, you're making money or something like that. Where's where where's that threshold, right? Uh, would be another question. But for me, if I had a daughter, that's not where uh, I would want her to. I, I physical. You gotta get beyond physical. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It's all about the mindset in which you're in when you're looking at this type of stuff, because I've been all over Europe and Mm -hmm. South and Central America. Europeans don't get caught up in the whole nudity thing. In fact, even in even this will blow your mind if you if you haven't been out there, even in Egypt and Israel, Mm -hmm. they have beaches where women are nude on the beach and men are wearing banana banana hammocks. You know, (laughs) I mean, they're they're They might as well be naked. It's no big deal in Europe. And it's the context in which you're looking at it. Yeah, I, I think con- yeah, that's a great that's a great point. Uh, context, absolutely. Uh, if if it's if it's listen, if it's for pornographic nature, you know, it's for pornographic nature, and I think that that's that's it's blatant. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, if it's for art, if it's for something else, then it is. There, there's really kind of not. There's, it's not a bl- to me. It's not a blurry line. Uh, yeah. in, in that in that sense. And uh, again, yeah, I agree with you. Context, and uh, but but uh, in my group, I, I don't want to see that there. I don't think that that's where uh, I don't think that that's where uh, fatherhood for the rest of us is focusing our time. I think it's a great conversation piece, though. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate you going down that that uh, rabbit hole with me because um, it was just on my mind, especially when you brought up what we were talking about before the show. It just fit right in. So as as things go. You know, we go through a lot of stuff in life. Many of us have been through many different situations. And 
Harriment of abundance, I like to call it that kick in the gut moment that really kind of took you to your knees. And sometimes that kind of changes the trajectory of our life. And we start doing something either outward, meaning for other people, and we just change our lives. Or we just have a whole different perspective on our lives. And sometimes that kick in the gut moment doesn't do that. But in either case, I would like for you to share that kick in the gut moment that really took you to your knees and make us feel that. So, while, like I said to you, uh, I think it was like about a year and a half ago where I was literally, I, I finally realized that I had control of my own life, right? Um, where I where I finally said, um, I, I'm the one who makes the decisions and where I kind of want to go or where I put my efforts and nobody else can do that for me. Um, but it took, the kick in the gut was kind of like a slow motion kick in the gut because about... A year and a half before that, I started feeling like this kind of this pent up uh, angst, this realization that uh, time was finite, this realization that uh, I had something pressing, pressing on me. And I didn't know what it was. And I realized that time was finite. I couldn't focus. I, I didn't feel like I could focus uh, on, on anything or do anything um, with enough intense intensity. Uh, I, didn't, I, I didn't feel like I was being enough. Of a person, and uh, in that I uh, I said, you know, what I need is uh, I need a silver bullet. Wally is what I thought to myself, and 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 I thought that the silver bullet was Adderall. I felt like I might have ADHD, mm-hmm. so I start googling, um, you know, adult ADHD. I start looking at all these healthy lifestyle. Uh, you know, one of the recommendations, most of the places they're like, hey, here you go through this, you you develop a healthy lifestyle, and. Um, that's that's a big start to your cure of ADHD. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I don't have the time. I don't want to, yada, yada, yada. I was like, I know who I am, and I'm not going to involve myself with that. So I started Googling. I started looking for uh, you know psychiatrists who can prescribe me some pills, right? Uh, and you know I Googled them. I found them. I found like pretty much all the, the, the answers to the questions that I felt like were going to be asked. And I went in and I asked them, you know, I, I said, hey, man, I, I'm pretty sure I have ADHD. I'm pretty sure that I just need some Adderall to get my head straight. And um, that'll help me focus. Uh, really, he, I, I filled out a questionnaire that had been like photocopied out of a book, right? Like you could see the bent page in the corner. And I, I was like, this is a, it was literally a joke. I felt like it was a joke because, I, I, you know, I filled out the questionnaire he goes, yep. He goes, all right, well, you know, I'm going to prescribe you some Adderall and get you going on that. So I go through the first month, and um, I'm feeling a little bit more focused. I'm feeling something. Um, you know, uh, I think you, we on, on our conversation, we talked about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. So I also had uh, an incl- inkling of how this drug was also supposed to affect me and, and where not, whether or not I was going to feel it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the first first month, I'm like, all right, now nah, I feel it, but not so much. Not real, No real adjustment. Go through the next month, and he ups the dosage. And I'm like, it's something there. I can, you know, I'm focusing, I'm focusing, uh, and a little bit more. And then I go into third month, and he's like, I was like, ah, yeah, maybe. And he goes, listen, we can up it like all the way to the max, or I can give you like one more. It depends on like how many times you want to keep trying this. I was like, dude, take it to the top, right? Take it to the top. And so he he maxes it out, and. Uh, I'm, I'm like focused. I'm like this. Uh, I'm running around the house like militant. 
Um, um, like my kids can, all, I'm, I'm just, I'm just super hypercritical of everything. My kids can do no good. I'm snapping left and right, snapping left and right with, uh, with my children, with my wife. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ultra focused, but the, 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 what's funny is I'm not focused on anything that's really doing me any good. Right. I'm, I'm just focused on random shit. Like, you know, uh, shiny objects. I think I played darts for like a month straight, something weird. Um, and then, like, I blow up on my wife at, at like a New Year's party, and and that sucked. It was like it was just like ridiculous. And I stopped taking it. I stopped taking it like cold turkey. Uh, and and for a while there, I went through like a depression, Wally. I went through like a the closest thing I've ever I felt as a depression. Right? I was like, well, this was supposed to be, this was supposed to be my silver bullet. I was this was supposed to help get me through. I was supposed to. Now what do I do? So I probably went through about you know uh, three or four months of like just you know my own personal pity party and then um uh this is actually probably a- around when i started listening to podcasts and and i got a sales coach and uh you know started going out networking and meeting people and this is where i had the the dawning that i i had i, I had control of my own life i started going i started exercising i started meditating and and like my whole life just gelled well like everything just kind of came together and and the kick in the gut comes probably right as I start beginning the podcast. I listen to the podcast. I get hooked. I'm like, I, I, I buy into the dream that I believe in me. Okay, which is which is something I, I probably should have bought into a long, long early, you know, whatever. And I say, you know what? I believe in me. I believe in a message that I have to give, and I'm 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 going to start with fatherhood because that's the only thing that uh, makes enough sense to me to be in love with for the rest of my life. That's the only thing that to me uh, is going to hold my attention for the next however long i intend to do this and the kick in the gut comes from i'm sitting here doing the podcast setting up interviews uh going through everything i'm feeling great life has been good but then my my oldest son walks in the room and and uh he's like hey dad uh can can we go like uh go play or do something can you help me do this i look over him he goes i know i know uh later because you're working on something and that's like that was the kick in the gut Mm. i shut everything down Walked over uh, with him and did whatever. Like I don't recall what it was that he asked to do, but that was the realization that uh, perhaps if I had not gotten onto this path, have gotten you know went through all that shit, started this podcast, and and done all that, then you know that could have you know very easily sent him into a different direction for the rest of our lives. Uh, but it didn't, and um, you know that that's kind of my kick in the gut, where I realized that you know he was more important than whatever the fuck it was that I was working on at that moment. Yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> I feel that because I've had that that moment as well, and you know your kids wa- walking up to you and wanting to do something, and then you just kind of brush them off. But uh, you got to take that moment. And it's, he probably don't remember what the event was either, but just that he was with dad. And that's the coolest thing ever, man. I dig it. So what was it specifically do you think about – you mentioned that it, the, the turning point kind of started when you got the coach and then you started exercising, getting more physically active. What was it about the coach specifically that you think may have been part of that whole process of the turning point? Uh, well, it's, yeah, I mean the word is process, right? We, we, we – she uh, had a process that we just kind of focused on these things, set goals, going through the vision boards and kind of going through all those things. Uh, these were all things that I'd never really done before, Wally. Um, uh, you know, I know that we get taught to do them and we're told to do them, uh, kind of going through life. 
but a lot of us just don't. A lot of us don't write down our goals. We don't. Uh, we don't try to write. Them. We don't dare write down our goals because maybe we're afraid that if we write them down, somebody's going to come pick up a book and find out that uh, we were writing about some shit that we never got around to. Right? Mm-hmm. We're going to get caught. We're going to expose ourselves. Uh, so these were uh, these were some things that I'd never done, and and writing down these goals, putting together a vision board, actually sharing them with somebody else, and having them uh, encourage you to do those things that you want to do in your life, that was exciting, uh, and and that was a turning point. Um, it, the exercising, uh, I'd just never done it uh, my entire adult life, really, and uh, I, I realized that. Going in and getting that exercise and 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 having those endorphins going uh, was helping me burn off some of the energy that was helping keeping me from from focusing uh, because I had like all this pent up energy and I, I wasn't really doing anything with my body. I like I wasn't fat or, or anything like that, so I wasn't like misshaping, but I wasn't in my best shape. Um, and 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 then uh, like at the turn, actually at the very beginning of this year, you know, uh, I. I I, I could barely swim, but I enrolled myself into a uh, a sprint triathlon and and uh, did it. And I just you know it just felt great to set a goal and go do it. Uh, same mm-hmm. with the podcast, just get it going, get up and do something that you want to do, right, wrong, uh, crisp, clear message or not, man. All that stuff is just like I get it. Trust me, I do. But it's like I'm not gonna hold somebody. But I'm not I'm not gonna hold myself down because I'm not perfect, Wally. <laughs> wow, that's that's a hell of a statement right there, man, for real, because that's exactly right. And so many people do hold themselves down because uh, they, they're trying to get that perfect. They want everything, all the ducks in a row. You're always going to have a duck wandering off somewhere, man. You're never going to have everything. The stars are not going to align until you just take action, until you just do something. And there's so many other outlets, and it's just uh, important to me for people to realize that and take those other avenues. Well, I mean, while I got to ask you, man, when you kid was, was sitting in a room for eight hours a day on the top of your mind or was like, was that what you, your body was meant to do? No, absolutely not. I still can't sit still. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it, it's, but even like me, right? Like, like, and yourself, like you're saying, so, uh, I found, and, and this is, you know, one of the things I found over this past year is like, if I don't get up like, and, and go do like an hour's worth of exercise or something else like that. I can't focus I, or, or something else. It's just it's, my needle's not pointing in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. I get up, I'll sit down at, at the job 30, 40 minutes or so, maybe 50 ish, and I'll, I'll have to get up and go walk around. There's some pull up bars outside the building. I'll go do a few pull ups and then I'll come back in. I'm freaking laser focused. I'm just back at it. You know, it's just right. that's just who I am as a person. And, you know, guys just, most guys just can't sit. And boys specifically cannot sit in a room for four, six, eight hours on end. And now they've taken away, you know, physical exercise out of some of the classrooms, uh, right. some of the schools and stuff. It's just asinine. No, I mean, it, uh, I had a great conversation uh, where there's another school somewhere in Austin where basically the kids play for half the day. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, and and would you look at uh, would you would we just would we out of the blue go sit a child? down for eight at home do you do you see that happen to sit your child down for eight hours a day no man right? my parents tried to ground me and my brother one time for, for a week <laughs> and it lasted like a day and a half <laughs> we just they probably crazy. threw you out of the house probably yeah, get out of did. the house that's exactly what they but did. i mean we look we, we weren't made to sit still dude you know uh if we were we'd be trees if we were if we if we were made to stay in one place we would have roots 
-hmm. We're not. We don't. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. So, you know, with um, fatherhood for the rest of us, how long have you been doing that, by the way? Uh, since March. Oh, okay. Okay. So what's the effect that you're having on other guys so far? I, I'm in your group. I'm reading through the stories. I love it. What's your favorite one? What's some good news stories that are coming out of that so far, either for yourself or for the other guys? <laughs> Whenever somebody reaches out and just says, hey, you're having an impact. That's, I mean, those are those are the stories. I've had people come out and just say, "Hey, you, you know, you're doing, you're helping me through my day. You being there, uh, doing, running the running the group. That's 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 really helped me get through uh, fatherhood for me. Uh, I've gotten to interview some people that uh, that are just that are that are just would have been beyond something I would have been able to do, man. Like I've interviewed uh, authors, multiple authors. Uh, I'm getting ready to interview a UFC fighter. I just interviewed a Navy SEAL the other day. As a matter of fact, I had to laugh because I, I called him up. I was like, dude, I think you're late. I think well, – I didn't, like that was not the – like I didn't say it like that, obviously. <laughs> I thought he was running behind, and so I sent him a message. Like, I was, and uh, I, sent him a, I sent him a message, and I was like, uh, I, think, I think our wires might have gotten crossed. No big deal, right? Uh, and, and in the back of my head, if I'm being honest, I thought he blew me off. I was like, all right, well, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that too. Like, you know, if you don't feel like this is someplace you should be, that's cool. But I felt like he should let, you know, you respect, respectfully let somebody know. Uh, and so I was like, you know what? I've got his phone number. I'm going to, I'm going to pick up the phone and call him. Uh, essentially I called up like a Navy SEAL to be like, Hey, you're late. And I <laughs> thought that that was just funny. Right. I'm like, what? Yeah. And, and I, I didn't even think about that till the day later. Um, I've made numerous, uh, connections, uh, connecting with, with yourself, uh, connecting with other men and just knowing that other men are going through some of the same stuff that you've gone through. Uh, as I was, as I always like to say, we also, it's not just so much going through your shit, right? Everybody going through something. It's not necessarily just that. What I like to do is celebrate life in there as well. I like to celebrate whatever it is you're working on. Like, you know, I'd celebrated our conversation that very day. I was like, man, got to connect with Wally. He's awesome. Right. Uh, you got to connect with some of the other people in here. I don't even, and I don't even care. Like I, the engagement's important. Yeah, it is. I get that, but I'm not as concerned with this this engagement as I am with impact in somebody's life that day. One person, two people. I'm I'm more concerned about men's ability to to know that there's a place they can go to have conversations or just listen in. And, and and feel like they've been refueled by some in some respects and that they, they don't have to talk they can just roll right back out if they've gotten everything they need get back out they got you, you it's not it's not a prison yeah absolutely I dig it and you know I'm guessing because of what you just said that um, the way I start my show is you know I don't want, I never want to give the guys the idea that I have it all figured out that I'm the most abundant dude out there and I do dub myself an abundance you know thought leader but I don't have it all figured out, and that's part of the reason why I started this podcast, so I could have conversations <laughs> with other guys who have it a little bit more figured out than I do, and then right. maybe I can pass that on. Who was the Navy SEAL that you was talking to? Larry Yatch. Okay, you got to get um, Eric Davis on the show. Uh, Larry's going to make the connection, as a matter of awesome. fact, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, so, wrote, so. he wrote the book, Raising Men, uh, Navy SEAL's Way of Raising Their Sons. Yeah. Uh, great, great dude. He was episode six. Uh, I had a conversation with him. I'll have to check that out. He... Uh, those two, those two are, uh, I think they're peers, and, and, yeah, and they, they work together in a, in a number of ways. So, uh, 
that and and I think that the other thing that's been amazing is um just just doing it, man. Just just doing something. Just realizing uh just realizing that we have this ability to turn on the microphone and send our message out to potentially Facebook is up to or the world is up to uh, two billion or you know seven billion and change, right? So we are we are uh, you know best case scenario uh, should the world just all shut up for for whenever we're talking and turn us on, it's available. We are speaking to the world when we do this, and that's. It's kind of a powerful uh, thing, man. It's just like, we. when have we ever had the ability to do this freely before? Oh, absolutely. So check this out. Yesterday, I was having a conversation with a buddy of mine who's starting a martial arts business, and we've been working together off and on. He's really good at SEO and websites and stuff, and I'm a little bit got on the business side. So, you know, we collaborate. And he was like, dude, so how many, you know, downloads you got and who's listening to your show? And he's really intrigued about that part. So I pulled it up on my on my app on my phone and looked at the back office. And I hadn't looked back there to see how many, you know, I see the downloads pretty much every day that I log in, but I don't see where everybody's listening. And I mean, there were eight downloads in Pakistan and like several hundred downloads in Japan and Korea. I'm like, this is crazy that right now I think it was like 58 different countries. Nothing like, you know, those other guys are, you know, over 100 countries. But I was like, that is crazy that people in 58 different countries are listening to my voice and soon to be listening to your voice on Men of Abundance. And then yeah. your shows. it's just amazing that we're making an impact and people actually care enough to uh, – download our, our our voices in these other countries that it just blows my mind man the technology is really cool absolutely absolutely and 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 for me wally i'm gonna be honest even if even if somebody doesn't download it today or tomorrow at least i'm putting it out there mm-hmm. you know what i don't i it uh, what else can you do you can go old school and go and blog and yeah this point this format uh this format i think is wonderful the ability and and then the conversations, the people, the 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 people are, are amazing, right? Because we all have this passion for something. That's why we we jump on here. Yeah, absolutely. So, Brandon, we're at the point in the show where we're going to pay it forward. You ready to do that, brother? Yeah, man. Great. So, share with our abundant leaders one to three actionable steps that they can take today. Well, listen. I mean, I think that if anybody hasn't established some type of daily routine. Um, or attempted it to try it, uh, uh, such as meditation. If you haven't done any mindfulness uh, because you think it's woo-woo, because you think it's sissy, because you don't want to get caught with it, because anything, I, I you're sadly mistaken. You know, I'm not even gonna. I'm not. I don't care. You must go try it somehow. You must go try it. You must. Uh, Headspace is is the one that I started myself off with, and it, if it feels a little uncomfortable at first. That's okay. Keep going forward, man. You must implement some type of mindfulness, and it's it's not to it's it, at this point. I look at it as as a treat, as an indulgence. That is my ice cream. That is my daily ice cream, dude. Um, so if in, if you're not if you're not doing any type of mind, it doesn't have to be long either. You don't have to sit there and be like, all right, well, uh, and you don't have to do it sitting uh, cross-legged out in the sun, facing east or west or facing a mountain. Any of that shit, you just Close your eyes, do something mindful. That is going to change your life. Um, the exercising daily, uh, do something to get yourself moving. 
uh, again, this is, uh, I, I was told to do it my entire life, and I said, blah, blah, blah. I said, no, I'm not going to do it. You must get yourself moving. Uh, get yourself moving for, for yourself. Uh, if you've got children, get yourself moving so your children see you moving. Uh, if, if do it, do it, do it because do it because you are being watched. Do some exercise. Do something. Do something you want to see your children doing. That's I, I think I leave it with that one too. While like let, whatever you want your children to be doing, start doing that. Man, that right there is an amazing piece of advice: is to do something that you want to see your children doing. I mean, most people, most parents, quite frankly, are doing exactly the opposite. Uh, they don't want their kids to do certain things yet. They're doing it every day, and their kids are seeing it. So, very sound advice. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Well, daily habits, and you just talked about this, and so we'll get a little bit more into some of your other habits other than the mindfulness and the exercise. What other daily habits make the biggest impact in your life? Uh, you know, so you're, you know, this shows attitude of gratitude. I every morning, uh, I'll grab my cup of coffee. Well, depending on where I'm at, but most most mornings I'll grab my cup of coffee. I will go sit on the front porch, uh, sit in the sun, and write down three things I'm grateful for. And uh, then I will write down three things that uh, I'm learning, or I feel like I'm learning, or I've recently learned. Uh, and that really, it, that's another thing that if I don't do that, it's noticeably, it's missing noticeably from my day. Um, there's there's science in that, right? I don't I don't have stats or anything like that, but uh, there's a whole bunch of science that points to just having a grateful outlook and just writing those things down. Uh, it really allows you to just have a moment of, of kind of like peace and serenity because you're just focused for just that short period of time on things that are good. Yeah, I'm exactly the same way. When I don't do that, and I've done it where I didn't write it down, I would just, you know, kind of lay in bed just before I get up and I do my little prayer and then mm -hmm. I'll do my attitude. Somebody, somebody just pops into my mind and I'll just, you know, mentally send them some good you know, some good thoughts or whatever, and I'll do my attitude of gratitude. But when I don't, there's something about writing it down mm -hmm. that really, call it what you want, guys, but it really puts a pep in my step for the rest of the day, that with along with my exercise and everything. If I don't do that, the rest of the day is just kind of like blah. I mean, it really is. Yeah. Well, the good thing that the one good thing is that if you realize, to me anyways, what I realize is if I missed it during the daytime and I'm feeling crappy. I'll pull over. I'll, I'll stop. I'll, whatever it is, I'm kind of doing, and just do it then. And mm -hmm. it, it's it's it, it takes an effect noticeably right then. So uh, it does to me. I think that it's just something you should do daily. When you do it, doesn't really matter as long as you do it. Yeah, that no, that's a good point. I'm glad you said that because so many guys say, oh, "Crap, I didn't do it this morning, so I'll do it again. I'll do it tomorrow. Start better mm -hmm. tomorrow. Start now. Yeah. Stop what you're doing yeah. and just yeah, do it yeah. now." So what are you reading now or listening to that you would recommend to our abundant leaders and why? What am I reading now? I am reading a book called Are You Ready to Succeed? Um, give me a second. Let me just grab it. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this gentleman's name. Uh, it's it's Are You Ready to Succeed? Subtitle: Unconventional Strategies for Achieving Personal Mastery in Business and in Life. Uh, it's written by Sri Kumar Rao. Rao. Uh, it's it's. I'm only a couple pages into it. The, basically, it's it's a book to transform your mindset, uh, way of thinking. But it's not just that. It's it's set up to kind of do it with a group of people so that you kind of all go through it together. And I've recently set it up with a few other men. 
and taking it slowly, doing the exercises, and kind of blowing my mind. If if I were you, look up uh, this is a, is a uh, TED talk called um, "Your Hardwire for Happiness." Uh, Sri Kumar Rao. It's R A O is his last name. That's what inspired me to get his book. I had the book on the shelf for about eight months because of all the efforts that I knew would go into it. Uh, because I, it was something that I wanted to do. I didn't want to just read. You know, uh, many of the books you just read. Um, and and uh, so I wanted to to really really do this one. Um, so that book is one that I'm 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 going through right now. Going through that slowly. Uh, the Bhagavad Gita is something I'm actually reading now too, just uh, just to get a different perspective. Uh, and that was a recommendation from um, a friend of mine who was one of the first people that kind of taught me how to meditate. And so I said, "Hey, man, I have some questions." And he said, "Read this book." So I'm I'm going through that, and then finally I'll end it with uh, I just finished up Essentialism by Greg McCall. Uh, I'm not sure if you've, you've read that book, but that is kind of one of the reasons why I've cut back on doing – I was doing a daily podcast, but I, I don't think that I was doing it for the right reasons. And so I've cut back on doing that, and essentialism has a big part to play in that. And I'm going to end it with um, – in 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 the book Essentialism, uh, Greg McCown says you know, kind of daily – this is something I'm, I'm trying to put in – that I am putting into – my daily life is to read a little bit of inspirational literature every day for about 10 to 20 minutes. Uh, and the ones, some, some, I'm going to list off some of the ones that he recommends. Uh, you can get 99% of these for free on the internet in PDF format through like uh, archive.org or, or elsewhere. But, uh, you know, there's the wisdom of Confucius, the Torah, the Holy Bible, Tao, uh, the meaning of the glorious Quran, uh, as man thinketh the essential God, uh, Gandhi, Walden or Life in the Woods, uh, the Book of Mormon, the Meditations of Marcus Aurelius, uh, and the Upanishads were all recommendations by him, and uh, I, that's where that's one of the reasons. That's another an additional reason for me to be reading um, the Bhagavad Gita right now. And that's not to say, sorry for this long rambling answer. That's not to say that I don't have or I'm not interested in Stoicism or the meditation. Like, and I have these books also. Uh, Marcus really is, uh, but the thing for me, uh, Wally, is it's like when you're surrounded by everyone kind of focused on the same thing. I see a lot of stoicism these these days, at least in in the, in the circles that I travel, and I love it, and I think it's awesome. But I'm very curious about some other things. So, what are some other people? What what's not being looked at? What's not being talked about that has inspired others, such as Wayne Dyer, such as uh, I'm a big fan listening to Alan Watts, dude. If you're not listening to Alan Watts, then you have any. Sp- uh, an ounce of spirituality in you and you just want to uh, take it deeper you know put him on YouTube and 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 that too will uh, I'll you know Alan Watts I had not heard of Alan Watts before most everybody else that you mentioned or quite a few of those you mentioned that I have uh, connected with or been exposed to anyway but I'll have to check out Alan Watts as well and I'll have all of that linked up in the show notes as well yeah, if you need, like, actually, I have links to all those, uh, just about all those books, Wally. I can give you the links to, to the free PDFs, which I, I, I made a list of it uh, in my group because uh, while, while yes, everybody wants to make some money, and I will post affiliate links here and there to something that I think is worthwhile, I also do my best to, if I can find it in a free format, share that 
with with people uh it's not it's it's not always about uh making a quick buck or uh being paid for your passions and all that shit man uh, sometimes sometimes it's okay to just do nice things without expecting something in return absolutely and i appreciate that yeah that'll save me a lot of time if you send me those links and i'll just go ahead and drop those in there and if they're affiliate links cool yeah not yet yeah, that, yeah. So none of them are, but uh, the Alan Watts man, uh, absolutely. Uh, and I got turned on to Alan Watts through uh, reading t- Tim Ferriss's Tools of the Titans, mm-hmm. and whoever came up with uh, Brain Pickings, whoever the interview, uh, whoever is the creator of Brain Pickings, she'd mentioned Alan Watts, and uh, that's a rabbit hole uh, in of itself. Alan Watts. Yeah, you know I dig Tim Ferriss. I, I I've been listening to him probably since I started listening to podcasts. He's one of the first guys I got turned on to. Uh, but damn, that book—that's <laughs> a big book, man. Uh, his last book, Tools of the Titans. I put it on a speed reader app, uh, and just I just chewed through it. Um, and actually, that that was difficult to do because I was stopping the app while I read it. Like every just I, I, there was so much information to take in. There were so many ideas that would mm-hmm. just that I had to stop and pause it. Uh, he, you, you know, he started off as like you know teaching speed reading. I'm not yeah. sure if you're a fan of that, but like mm-hmm. there's a lot of apps out there these days that can kind of help you chew through some of those books faster if that's your if that's your thing. Well, that's funny you bring that up because I've always considered myself a slow reader. I don't say it out loud very often because, as mm-hmm. you know, you are what you say basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but I am. I've always been a slow reader, especially when I read out loud. I like to read, and it depends on the subject matter, of course. You know, I'll just tear right through some stuff like super quick. And I do consume a lot of books on audio, but mm-hmm. that's a good point. I'll have to check that out because I do want to get into that book. But his that book specifically, I. I Thumbed through some of it when I was in a bookstore the other day, and mm-hmm. I've just got so many books around me that I haven't even gotten into yet that I just I'm just chopping at the bits to get to. I like physical. I prefer physical books, especially books like that that I know mm-hmm. has a lot of data, has a lot of lessons and stuff. I like to highlight, you know, make notes in the book, all that kind of stuff. So I'll have to <laughs> figure out how to get through. Them yeah, no, it's it, it, it's tough, right? It's kind of like a pick your poison um, when. Uh, some of the books I like to, I prefer to read slowly. Right. Um, mm-hmm. so, so not every book is meant for me anyways, to be, uh, in a speed reader app. So what do you feel holds most people back from living a life of true abundance? Themselves. I mean, there's just a, their ability to see life abundantly. You can see it however you want, man. And, and that's your choice. And, uh, there's not always a willingness to do that. Uh, some people are afraid that if they, you know, see it, that they're going to have to believe that it's possible, and that could shatter everything they built their lives on. You know, that's the one of the top two answers that I get when I ask that question well over 130 times is, number one is the four-letter word, fear. Number two is themselves, which many times links back to fear, uh, and themselves exactly what you just said means so many other things and guys that's why i'm here that's why people like brandon and myself are are here because we want to help you get out of your own way so many people like brandon brought up earlier that's why i specifically asked the question what did the coach do for you because so many guys are just afraid to number one admit that they they know they want more but they're afraid to admit that they may need some help to 
take that next step to move up to that next level to improve your foxhole as I'm always saying which I think you should always be doing no matter what in family faith finances and fitness uh, so you know I, I just really appreciate that answer Brendan no no well I mean I'll give you two more on mine uh, first of all it's hard to see the picture from within the frame right so you know you're the picture but you can't get somebody get an outside view man what do you what do you know 100% about yourself sometimes you don't know sometimes some and and sometimes somebody coming in and giving you a fresh set of eyes and and having those conversations with you and seeing you as you really are on, on a first first impression and and they they have the ability to say man i see you're amazing at xyz i see that i see what you're doing and that's powerful whereas you know that person may not have that same feeling about themselves but once somebody else sees that and echoes that and and and, and is that reflection for them that's powerful man that's uh that's 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 that, that can take you that can take you to where you you didn't think you could go but the funnier thing is even you're already there mm-hmm. you don't know you're there um, and then fear. Well, I mean, this is just something that I came up with yesterday. You can feel free to cut this out. You could be, feel free to, you know, call it woo woo. Uh, but I, I've, I, I feel like I've re redesigned fear for myself. And that is to say, I don't look at fear as, as, as keeping me, uh, out of danger. I look at fear and those replete repeat, uh, instances where fear, uh, just keeps replaying and replaying and replaying an instance. And all I see is fear. Well, what if really those images keep popping up over and over and over and over to show me what's good and I refuse to look at? I need to start looking at what's good, what's good, what's good in that replay because the replay keeps coming up. I'm the referee. I'm the rule maker. It's up to me to decide you know, whether or not I want to see that as being able to catch on fire or if I want to see that as being able to catch fire. Yeah, great perspective. I absolutely love that. And I agree. And that's staying in there. So what does living a life of abundance mean to you, Brendan? Man, it just it really just means waking up every day and being grateful for what I do have. I mean, that's the short. Yeah. And, and what is that specifically to you as far as what you have? Man, uh, I've got, you know, I've got my loving wife. I've got my, my children. I've got... Uh, I've got my the, my mind faculties. Uh, I, I can see out of both eyes. I, I, I'm feeling in all of my fingers. Uh, I've got people that'll still talk to me no matter what it is I do. Right? Um, I've got food. I, I've got everything I need, man. I, I don't know what else I can't be abundant for. Yeah, you know what I didn't hear there, and this is this is consistent with everybody I've had a conversation with. I didn't hear much about the material stuff, the cars, the house, you know, all this kind of stuff. I've had conversations with multimillionaires. Uh, let's see, somebody like um, Timothy Sykes, who literally wrote a million-dollar check to Pencils of Promise. And he said in our conversation that he would, he could be a billionaire. He could easily be a billionaire. He just has no desire to be a billionaire. Uh, he knows millionaires and billionaires that don't, they're just not happy because they have so much crap and Tim did too. Tim has his toys and stuff and so many so do many other guys that I know, but that's not what defines them. Ultimately at the end of the day they can get rid of it all and yeah. they love the connections, they love the relationships 
and you know just like anybody else tim was young and dumb and he had a point in his life and i had a point in my life where everything was about you know getting that ferrari and mercedes and a giant house on the hill where nobody could see me run around my backyard naked if I wanted to, you know? <laughs> I mean, it just, it, it's, that's not what's important when it, when it really comes down to it. And the sooner, especially for the young guys who are listening out there, the sooner you figure that out, um, I truly believe the more successful you're going to be. I see people posting, when are you, who wants to be a millionaire? When are you going to be a millionaire? It's not about the million bucks, dude. It's about what that gives you who you right. have to become along the way. Like Jim Rohn always says, I think it was Jim Rohn or Zig Ziglar, one of the two, I was getting mixed up, but they said, strive to become a millionaire, not for the money, but because of who you have to be along, who you have to become along the way right. and the relationships and the connections you have to build along the way. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I dig that man. Really do. Well, I mean, I think that you and I both come from, you know, uh, when you come from a place of, uh, not necessarily non-abundance when you come from when you come from a place where you don't have a lot of material uh things to begin with uh and i was also blessed with uh you know my mom kind of you know straight out of the straight out of the san francisco i was born in san francisco you know straight out of the 70s had the hippie mom where where the perspective has never for me been material so for me it was it was learning how to be material and now uh i'm i'm, I'm trying to I'm doing my best to shed what I've been taught again. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, bro. I dig my toys, man. I love my stuff. <laughs> yeah, but sure that's enough. not that's not what, you know, what's what drives me, man. That's not the yeah, that's not the motivator. Yeah. <laughs> so let's be real about that. So we're gonna yeah. close this up, brother, and before we do, what did we not talk about? We talked about a lot, but what did we not talk about that you'd like to ensure that our abundant leaders get out of our conversation? Man, I, I think we've really covered it all. I think what you're doing is awesome. Uh, you know, the presentation of what you're doing, the 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 questions. I think I love uh, I love all of them. The, the um, where your head's at and and um, what you're doing for for men, I think is amazing. So I don't you know I don't think there's there's much else aside from you know telling people where they can get a hold of me. But that's about it. Yeah, absolutely. So let's do that. I mean, fatherhood. For the rest of us dot com is one. Tons of resources on there. Uh, all kinds of stuff you got going on over there at that website. What else would you like to share to make sure the guys connect with you? Yeah, well, just go to Facebook. Uh, connect with me, Brandon G. Hanley. Uh, I'm on other places, but uh, again, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm cutting out like all those other places right now. So just really find me on Facebook and Fatherhood for the rest of us, uh, and you can you can connect there. Yeah, taking advice from that essentialism, right? Yeah, man, it's a, I, I got no time, man. It's 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 a it's a mess. Yeah, you just got to put your time where it's most important and, and most valuable, and you know you're going to connect where guys are like you were at. So yeah, connect there. Got yeah, it. totally yeah, get man. it. All right, brother, I appreciate your time, man. It's been a great conversation. I knew it would be just like our other conversation for your show. So, brother, go out and do amazing things today, and uh, go out and live your life of abundance. Absolutely, well, thank. Aloha. All right, guys, as Brandon mentioned, getting control of your life is extremely liberating. It's very powering to actually have control of things that are going on in your life as much as you can have control as possible. And guys, you've heard me say it so many times before. None of us can do this alone. Not one of us can do this alone. We all need each other to improve upon ourselves and to improve upon our families. You've heard it before. It takes a village to raise a family. It takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to raise you. And you're not done growing. You're far from done growing. I hope you're not done growing. If you think you're done growing, then 
you really need to listen much closer. Find somebody, find a group of men, find a group of people that you can relate with and connect with them and help each other grow. Work through the issues, talk about your issues, don't be afraid to talk about your issues, and God for sake, don't be afraid to talk about your emotions. Come on, guys. Women have this figured out. We don't have to be all this machismo, masculine bullshit. You know, it, it just closes each other off. The fact of the matter is we need to be and connect with who we are and our feelings and have these hard conversations. It's when we have these hard conversations that we can actually grow as men and become much better fathers. Now, go out and live your life of abundance. And men, make sure to pay it for you. That's all for today, Abundance Leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance.